I think it would be a great thing if both President Biden and former President Trump were to stand aside and let their respective party pick someone in the next generation. Uh, President Trump, excuse me, President Biden, when he was running, said he was a transitional figure to the next generation. Well, time to transition. Republican Senator Mitt Romney announcing he will not be seeking re-election. He is on his way out, but not out of the party, I should note. He is calling for a new generation of leaders to step forward, one that does not include President Biden nor former President Trump. Let's talk about this and a lot more with Republican presidential candidate Chris Christie, who joins us at the table. So nice to have you in person. Good morning. Good to be here. Thanks, guys. Did Mitt Romney surprise you? No. No, I kind of thought two things about Mitt. One, that um, I think he feels like he had done what he could do inside that institution. Um, and secondly, I do think he's a guy who understands his place in the party at the moment um, and that uh, he doesn't want to stay there till he's in his 80s. Guy's got a big family and that he's genuinely close to, not like some politicians pretend to be close to their families. Yeah. He actually is. So I don't think he wants to be, you know, commuting to Washington when he's 80. It sounded like a lot more than that, to be fair. I mean, it sounded like a lack of hope that he could make a lot of change in seven and a half more years in the Senate. And I asked that because in many respects, and he talked about this to The Washington Post, like you are representative of a lot of what he represents and he feels hopeless, yet you are still charging full steam ahead to well, try look, to I don't to think do he's hopeless, it. though, Poppy. I think what he is is realistic about what you can do as one of 100. Okay, let's call it realistic. Is yeah. he being more realistic than you are being? No, because he's being realistic about what you can do as one of 100. I'm being realistic about what you can do as one of one. And if you're the president of the United States... You can't do a lot without some of those 100. Well, but you have the ability to persuade. Um, and when you're president, you have a lot of advantages to persuade. Okay. And plus, I'm an incredibly persuasive guy. So, um, you know, we'll be able to do a lot. <laughs> and uh, and I, I think Mitt... Um, I think his call for a new generation of leaders when you have two guys as frontrunners who are going to be a combined 160 years old probably makes sense just on the numbers. You know, these guys, both of them, if they, if they got elected, would be beyond the tables of life expectancy um, in their term as president. I think that probably makes no sense for us as a country. Would you want his endorsement? I'll take anybody's endorsement, um, uh, honestly, in our Republican Party. You know, if somebody wants to endorse me and come on and help, um, I'd be happy to have people's help. But in the end, what I learned, Phil, from 2016 was that endorsements don't matter nearly as much as they used to. Yeah. Um, and in the end, what you want more than anything else is people who are helping you do the tough work of a presidential campaign on fundraising, on policy, and those kind of things. And look, Mitt Romney is one of the brightest minds in our party, one of the most experienced in our party. So I would always take, I have taken advice from Mitt um, in, in the years that I was governor and since. And I'd be happy to take any advice he's willing to give. I, I want to ask you about the, the race, the people you're running against right now. Uh, the front runner, clear front runner is Donald Trump. We've talked about him quite often. But, but he said something that I think slots into the whole, like, is he being literal or is he being figurative? Is he just joking around? I want you to take a listen. But remember, it's a, it's a Democrat charging his opponent. Nobody's ever seen anything like it. That means that if I win and somebody wants to run against me, I call my attorney general. I say, listen, indict him. Well, he hasn't done anything wrong that we know. I don't know. Indict him on income tax evasion. You'll figure it out. Look, I've covered a lot of Trump rallies in person. I understand the shtick and I understand kind of the presentation and the context here. But what's your read on that? Well, I think it's both. Right. So no one can run so against him. You think him. he might be 
I'm serious about that. Oh, of course he is. Uh, about, but not about the context. So no one can run against him again. If he wins, right. he's only got one term left, and he no one will be able to run against him again. But do I think Donald Trump would try to use the Department of Justice and a compliant attorney general to punish his political enemies? Sure I do. So I think both things are true. I think he was kidding about the context of what he was talking about in terms of, you know, someone's running against him. He's trying to make a point with what he's alleging Joe Biden is doing. But you know Donald Trump. Would Donald Trump use a compliant attorney general to go after his political enemies? Of course he would. And, and we saw that he tried to use the Justice Department to overturn the election. Um, and I wanted to put Jeffrey Clark in charge of it so that he would. So I don't think, given what his conduct was, forget about what he said in that rally, given what his conduct was in the aftermath of the election, it's absolutely not only plausible, but likely. You know, one of the most interesting uh, parts of what Romney said to me that hasn't gotten as much attention is when he basically said the Trump indictments and those actions that are alleged are old news and the American people don't care that much about old news. They care about new news. And he talked about uh, President Biden and Hunter Biden, while also saying, by the way, he doesn't think there's evidence here to even launch this impeachment inquiry. But what do you think of that? Because so much of what you're running on is what Trump is alleged to have done and how he did act. Well, see. The difference is, I think he's right about the indictments. I think people have processed that and said either they agree or they don't agree with those. To me, what I'm talking about is the conduct that underlies them, because that conduct is a preview of what he would be like if he were the nominee again and the president again. Mm -hmm. So I do think that's new, according to Mitt's analysis. What he will do next um, will absolutely be consistent at 78 years old with what he's done before. And, the, and let's just contrast, Poppy, where he was in 16 versus where he is now. In 2016, he stood on the convention stage and said, I am your voice. Today, he says, I am your retribution. Those are two very different people. And I would argue someone who is now just out for himself purely and not have any element where he's out for the American people. And that's something new and something that people should really be considering when they're deciding who we want our nominee to be. Plus the fact that I just don't believe he can win. Uh, and, and that's a huge problem for the Republican Party. Are you ever going to get a shot at him directly? I know you've said you're going to follow him around the country if he doesn't show up at the next one or two debates. Why wait? Why aren't you? I know he doesn't travel a ton right now, but pick well, up his travel the schedule Phil, and be with him everywhere I mean, he goes. The problem is that, that he hasn't been anywhere. This is, this is a guy who has made fun of Joe Biden's basement strategy. Um, you know, he's staying in his little house in Bedminster and going nowhere, hiding behind the, the, his lawyers um, and hiding behind his political advisors. You think that's what it is? Quiet. His oh, lawyers yeah. are saying don't say anything, his political advisors are saying don't go anywhere. That's right. I absolutely think that's what Because it is. they're now, scared? Of course. Well, because they're scared of him. They're scared of what he'll say um, and how much deeper he will dig his hole that he's dug it already from a legal perspective. So I think they're concerned about that. Now, he's Donald Trump, and the reason why I do think, to answer your question, I will get a shot at him is because he won't listen to his lawyers, ultimately. He has a very short-term ability to be compliant um, with anybody's advice, and he'll listen for a little while. One of us will say something on a debate stage or someplace else that he'll want to respond to, and he'll knee-jerk react and respond. So yeah, I think maybe the third or the fourth debate will finally see him, because I also think that voters will start to worry a bit about it uh, in terms of not showing up and defending his policies. 
And remember, the state polls are significantly different in some of those early states than the national polls are. And those are the ones that he has to keep an eye on.